Miami has I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. What, 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 what? How could you not predict at least 10 to 13 wins for next season is all I'm saying. But Jesus again, Christ, 13 <laughs> wins. I listen. You, know, I said, you want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I just, I'm sorry. I just remember that you compared Kisaki to Kelsey. I'm sorry. I did not. You know what? About it, I am ready to get hurt again. Guess who's not hurting this Monday? It's me, the guy going to the playoffs. He's hurting because his team didn't matter anyways on Sunday. Danny, this is the Batter Fins fans episode 19 playoff show. Mother lover, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, sir. How are you? Hey, you know, I'm living the dream right now. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to argue about today. Th- that being that game that we just played yesterday. But we're uh-huh. going to have a lot of opportunities to get into that. We're going to have a lot of opportunities to get into that this show. Um, but we're playing the Buffalo Bills Sunday at 105 in Buffalo. Um, we're going to talk to Gunny. Gunny's going to be by the show today because, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't watch last week's show, I put Nomeo Marino right here above above my shoulder on the line because I thought the Dolphins had a potential of putting up north of 20 points on the New York Jets. Boy, was I wrong. Um, you have no idea, Danny. I was literally at one point in the stadium be like, well, we just scored a field goal. I only need 18 more points. Then we scored another field goal. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I only need 15 more points. I was literally counting down. I did not want to lose Nomeo, but I'm a man of my word. I'm going to ship it over to him. He's going to be over in a bit to gloat just a little bit. But before we get there, sir, Bill's Mafia is in the house today. Buffalo Bill has come back to join the show. And if you don't remember Buffalo Bill because you haven't been watching us that long, as diehard as they come about his team, he's excited to be back. We're excited to have him back. Buffalo Bill, how the hell are you doing today, good sir? I got to admit I'm doing pretty well. Um, we get the Miami Dolphins, kind of like a bye week in the first round. Wow. The disrespect. Danny got me all hyped up, man. Early, man. I agree. Well, Dan- I if agree. Danny's the person hyping you up, you're going to be let down the rest of this show. That's all I got to say right now. But before we move on, um, I, I, I was talking today with um, a, a nice company, a dope company called Nevin Eyewear. They're the, one, the makers of these shades right here that you guys see that I rocked every single Miami Dolphins game. They've partnered with the Batter Fins fans to give away some free glasses. So by all means, go follow them on IG. Let them know that the Battered Fins fans sent you. Um, the Bearded Fanatic sent you, sorry, a, a part of the Battered Fins fans podcast. Um, we're going to give away the glasses that, that they're going to send over to, to one of you lucky guys. Vito, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the thank you for the love. Thank you for the love on the glasses. Um, but let, let's start talking about this this past uh, this past game because who would have thunk it? We were thinking a couple weeks ago when we had every opportunity to clinch a playoff spot, and we kept saying, you know what, we don't want to clinch it this week. We don't want to clinch it this week, and we just continued to lose game after game. But long yeah, behold, by choice for sure, for sure by choice, a hundred percent by choice. That. Yeah, the Dolphins waited until Danny. Correct me if I'm wrong on the timestamp. A minute and six seconds of the game. When we finally took the lead back again, they waited until that last moment, gave you the ball back, I believe, with around 18 seconds, if I'm not mistaken. And yep. I said, I, I was saying to the people around me, I said, now we just hope that a miracle doesn't happen for them. Because I've seen a miracle on my own when we beat the Patriots literally with 18 seconds left in the game. So I, I, even when we scored that field goal and everybody was excited and the tears started flowing, I said, not tears yet. Tears started flowing? Yeah, there was tears flowing. There was tears flowing at Hard Rock Stadium this week. I don't know if everybody could test to it, but if you were there, there was tears flowing. Listen, the fact that we have a playoff 
victory drought of 23 years. And the fact that we also haven't been to the playoffs in like 12 years. Listen, fuck you. Don't be smiling at me like that. All right? You're not in. We're in. I'm allowed to be excited at the fact that the Dolphins get another, another opportunity to move forward. And I don't even want to go to you first. Phil, you said this when we were off screen. That was my Phil, his, his face is shocked at your reaction yeah. to this victory. I'm just Phil. letting him go, man. He just he's got he's got to pour it out. He's got to let it out. I do got to let it out. I've been waiting 24 hours to let this out. Phil, you said right before the the recording started that was the most exciting football that you've watched yesterday when you watch the Dolphins and Jets go at it for 40 for 42 plus minutes. <laughs> It was just I I I it seemed like every Thursday night football game, you know, just just field goal, field goal, field goal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy for sure. Man. Listen, let me no, ask you a question. Accurate. If we would go back 10 years, let's go back 10, 12 years. We're, we've seen games, and if I Dolphin fans that you're watching right now, if you if you could rem, if you could remember this, there have been games like this and before where it was just a field goal fest back and forth. Where it was literally like Olindo Mari was still our kicker at one point. And we literally, I think I want to say it was the Seahawks. We literally won the game nine to six. So we've been put in this position before where literally our defense had to continuously trying to give us the ball back to get down the field. But Danny, let's talk about your New York Jets real quick and let's spend some time on that. When we when you watch the game, obviously your offense exactly. Sucks. There you go. There you go, Gloria. There you go, Gloria. We were definitely emotional in yesterday's game. But when, when you were watching that game, was it more your offense sucked or can you finally admit? I know, and I know you've, you've been a fan of our, our defense at home, but did our defense look as great as you expected it to be on Sunday? Um, I mean, we only put up six points, so I guess in, in some ways I have to give you defense credit for that. But I was right. – well, what do you think your shortcomings were? What do you think your shortcomings were? Well, before I get to, to, to the shortcut, because there's so many to name. Before right. I get to that, I was more surprised at how little you got to Joe Flacco. Yeah. Because we had our basically our third string O-line out there because For we sure. basically rested everybody. And then we had Joe well, Flacco that isn't mobile. Rested. Okay. So I, I honestly thought that you guys were going to get to him a lot more. I thought we were going to see Zach Wilson at some point because you would – and I mean, I don't mean to sound crass to say this, but I thought you guys would eventually injure or knock Joe Flacco out of the game. And mm -hmm. I thought we would see Zach Wilson. So I was very surprised at how clean Joe Flacco got through this game. And I, I, I think that's a negative for your pass rush because I really thought that you guys would get to him more often. Now, he was releasing the ball quickly, so that's a he benefit. But, um, but yeah, th that was a surprise. But again, I've always I've said it all year. Your defense at home is one of the best defenses in the league for some reason. And then when you get on the road, you guys shit the bed. So it's completely two different defenses when you're yeah. at home and on the road. Uh, and this game particularly, um, we just have no offense outside of Garrett Wilson, the Jets. Right. And you guys – Your running game was basically was nowhere to be you guys found have either. A, so. you, guys have a, you guys have a good run defense. And our run offense since Brees Hall went down has been non-existent. Right. So you guys dominated in that aspect of the game. So I, I think you guys played a good game defensively. Offensively, obviously, Tua wasn't there, and it showed because Skylar Thompson couldn't get the ball to Tyreek Kill or Jalen Waddle. surprisingly, because Sauce Gardner was basically out of the game for the majority of the fourth quarter. They started yeah. lining up Tyreek Kill and Jalen Waddle both on the right side because Sauce wasn't there, and Brees Hall was the one covering them. 
and he couldn't get the ball to them, which was really surprising because which I texted you, you figured, about right because you have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle both lined up on the right side, both either doing crossing routes or whatnot, and Skylar Thompson could just not find them, and that was really surprising. So as long as Tua comes back, I mean, I think things are are, are decent. But yesterday with, with Skylar Thompson in there, I mean, you got what you expected. It was an ugly game. We knew it was going to be ugly. You yeah. guys pulled it out like a lot of people figured that you guys would. And, I mean, it, it just, it, it's just ugly football. I'm glad the season's over, honestly. I, I, I'll tell you from this point, and, Phil, if you watch the game, definitely shine some light on it. I texted Danny what he was alluding to. I texted Danny at one point, and I said, from a fan perspective, and when I went back and watched the All-22 today, um. You could see Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle getting open even before Sauce Gardner got hurt. But my thing was, how is Skyler not seeing this? And what's uh, what Danny mentioned to me, and I and I saw today for myself during the All Twenty Two. So I just give me your two cents on it. Was the fact that that pressure that they were bringing with just the front four, the New York Jets? I mean, Skyler Thompson literally had no way to even. I get it. Tyreek should be your number one option. But the pressure was in your face so quickly, the dump-off was probably the easiest way to go. He did finish the game with a 76.3 passer rating, 152 yards. He threw the ball 31 times. Jeff Wilson, 16 carries, 72 yards. He mostly 11 carries, 70 yards. So we were effectively running the ball. But the Jets did a good, a good job of keeping us out of the end zone. But from what you saw from a third-string quarterback, what did you see when you watched this game? You're talking to me? Yes, you. Oh, okay, you. sorry. Um, well, full di- full I know disclosure. we bored you with the game, by the way, so don't do that, man. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, full disclosure, you know, it, it, since we played at the same time and, 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 you know, it was an emotional game for Buffalo, I was kind of sure. tuned into that, so I didn't get too much of a chance to, to okay. kind of dive in. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, everything you could expect from a third string quarterback, you know, so especially with, with pressure Um, it's, it's insanely hard to throw, um, you know, and, and, and even, even to kind of make decisions that quickly under pressure. And, and, you know, that's why I think, you know, I think the dolphins are really hoping to get to a back, you know, considering um, the ability for Waddle and Hill to get open and, and just kind of needing that, that person to give them the ball. You know, yeah. so um, and and if I and again, not to not to switch gears, um, I, I wanted to, to weigh in, you know, now that the season's over uh, for the Jets um, and, Do it. And, and, <laughs> and this is a positive thing, because I, I think you got to be very happy, Danny, with the first two selections of the draft. I mean, they worked out incredibly for well. Sure. Um, and, and just your thoughts on, on Zach Wilson going forward. Like, Ooh. how do you feel as a fan? We're going to, we're going to have some jets talk here for a moment. Moment. I just, I just uh, want to wait. Cause it's, it's such a hot topic. Yeah. Well, well I'll go real quickly. Uh, I think Zach Wilson is, um, mentally broken and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. He's just, he needs to get away from football because he's had a hard time this season overall. And the MILFs and the MILFs, not just football and the MILFs, the, 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 the team and the fans, because his teammates turned on him also. Say what you sure. want, but the way everybody was supporting Mike White, wearing Mike White's T-shirts and stuff, yeah. everybody turned on Zach Wilson. So I think he needs a reset. I don't think that they're going to give up on him. I wouldn't give up on him either. I wouldn't have him as our, my number one option next year. I have him as a backup, and I'd sign a veteran, Derek Carr, and so many other names are out there. I'd bring somebody in, and I'd let him sit behind him and see if he develops. Uh, but I think he'll be the quarterback, uh, the backup quarterback next year. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough, but I'm I'm tired of talking Jets football. I literally spent an hour with this guy talking Jets football. Um, don't don't you ever do that to me again, Phil. We're we're we're, <laughs> we're like this. Don't don't ever do that to me again. By the way, Vito, I'm glad you saw it too, buddy, because again, being at the game, you're surrounded by so many voices, right? And you're surrounded by so many. Oh my God, Skyler look is looking trash. This and that. Oh my God, look at this. He can't even get the ball to the. The guy literally had no time to get rid of that ball. It, it literally felt like watching Ryan Tannehill in his first couple of seasons that he would literally say, down set, defense was in his face. That's what it, what it looked like when you go back and you watch the All-22. So, Can I tell you uh, what I thought about Mike McDaniel this game? Sure. I thought it was great that he finally put down the PlayStation controller. <clears throat> yeah. Now He was forced to, I guess, technically, because Skylar Thompson was the quarterback. For sure. But he was finally running the ball. And I've said it all year long, the Dolphins do not run the ball enough, even though they're averaging like more than five yards per carry, Raheem Mostert. And I think Jeff Wilson also. Like they're, they're yep. running the ball and they're running it effectively. But he yep. does not like running the ball. And yesterday he ran it. He ran it effectively. And he ran it against a, 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 the, the Jets' strong point on defense is the pass defense, but their run defense isn't bottom of the league either. It's like mid-pack, right? right? It's like an average run defense. And you guys were running all over us. So I think it's good that he finally involved the run game. Now, if Tua were to come back, would he stick to that? I don't I don't think so. I think right. he loves playing with Tua and throwing the ball all over the field. But I think it was great that he finally did that. Now, that first drive when he went for it on fourth down, I thought that was stupid. I told you he likes to go for it on fourth down way too often. Still does it way too often. I told you it might come around to bite you in the ass eventually. Did he get hasn't it hasn't really this year. And Thank you. No, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. It was a turnover on downs. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. So, that's right. So, but it hasn't come around to bite you in the ass yet. I don't know if it will. I doubt he'll play those cute games in the playoffs. But um, but I do think that Mike McDaniels has has had a he's had he's had a learning curve this first year. For example, finally winning his first challenge this year. Oh, by the way, oh, Gloria, Gloria. Who, who knew it would happen? Gloria <laughs> is agreeing with the battery. Gloria. Somebody, somebody finally agreeing with me. Um. But I, 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 I do think that um, that he's had a learning curve. Look, he was 0 for 5 on challenges this year up until that last one that he finally got towards and the I third or fourth you, quarter. And I texted you, 1, one for 6 1 now. for 6. 1 for 6, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, he's, he's, had a, he's had definitely his, his, his ups and downs this season. But I wouldn't Which give up on him like a lot of Dolphin fans were suggesting. He's, 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 you know, he was kind of – conditioned under a run offense you know what i mean yeah. and yes and then yes. he just kind of he went like okay and, and maybe maybe he wanted to make his own identity i don't know right. you know what i mean you go out you get some offensive weapons i mean make your own identity um and uh <laughs> gloria man these are spirit fingers um <laughs> i just you know someone had to say um but i i gotta say that um mike mcdaniel um i don't know what it is about him I really don't. I, I just I, I feel like he got beat up a lot. Did you guys see the pictures of him in in high school? By the way, did anybody? I, yeah. I, I, I why? Are, are, did you come to shit on my coach today? I'm did sorry. You, did you come like, to it shit on my coach? Doesn't get today? more cliche if he he he's got I the hoop earrings with the dyed hair. Like I, I could send it to you, Danny. Just just send me your number. Um, I got it. I got it. I got to load it up ready year. to go. We are not posting this live on the show. I'm letting you know right now. Danny, post it live on the show, man. Everyone's <laughs> got to see what we're dealing with. I, I, I'm just saying, Manny, there's not some part of you that if he wasn't your coach. Did you see the interview he gave in the Bills game? Now, I know it was cold outside, but yeah. I don't think he made any sense. 
I was like, what was he talking about when they were coming out of the second quarter? with the second half i think a lot of mike mcdaniel's comments don't make sense and i think that's that's his thing he's not like bill belichick he's not gonna go up there and answer the question um but he he'll give you like some joke he like every single comment that he throws at you is laced with some type of a sarcasm or b joke and that's just his personality and that's why i enjoy it so well with because it fits well with miami it's yeah. like this whole, like, I don't give a crap vibe. You know, I'm from, Ooh. yeah, like this. Danny, look know. at Vito's question, Danny. Look at Vito's question. We're getting to it, Vito. <laughs> but if we're going to bring it up, we might as well bring it up now. Danny, you want to answer No, that? no, 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 no. Hold on. Here we go. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> look at wow. this kid. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not approve Danny, this. thank you. Danny, I did thank you so I, much. I thought- yeah, I, you know what? I was expecting worse, though. So it's not too bad. I mean, the earrings are a little off, those hoop earrings. I was expecting that 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 bleach M M&M here when you said that. That's what I was. Expecting. Oh, he had it at one point. It's not in that picture, but there was a point he had it. <laughs> Don't ever doubt that, Danny. Let's talk football here, man. Stop talking about all my right, coach. Right, Listen, right. are you shaming my guy? Are you image shaming my guy? Is that what we're doing, Phil? Is this what I expect from Bills Mafia? You should. What's next? Fat shaming. Listen, What's next? Fat shaming. <laughs> Here we go. Listen, <laughs> you can't say that nowadays, man. This is cancel culture. I'm fat. I don't want to get canceled I'm before fat. I even That's start my own podcast. Um, but, but Danny, we got to yeah. talk about that. We got to talk about the elephant in the room there. I, Vito wants to know. I want to know because I was texting you. You're like, I didn't see anything. Of course, the Jets fans. But I'll let him answer. Go ahead, bro. Well, what holding on my defense? Now, if you're talking about the, the Sauce Gardner. No, no, he's saying in general. Did you see any holding okay. on your defense? Okay. Did well, you? The only one. The only one I can think of yeah. is the one that everybody's pointing out where Tyreek Hill and Sauce Gardner are running side by side and Sauce Gardner beats him to the spot before Tyreek Hill breaks out. If that's the one they're talking about, Sauce Gardner got to the spot before he broke out. So Tyreek Hill had a run through Sauce Gardner. So, of course, Tyreek Hill initiated that contact because he was trying to cut out. So if you're talking about that, then I guess even though – Tyreek Hill so ran no, through Sauce Gardner to get to the outside. There was no holding there. He didn't grab so, his jersey. So he's talking about all corners, bro. He, he's Listen, there was one on Jalen Waddle as well. Jalen Waddle had cooked him. There was the arm right here. Cooked too. The shoulder. Cooked too. Bro, your boy cooked Sauce, too. bro. Your boy Sauce. Get out of here. You see? Jalen Waddle can't cook it no sauce. You can't, ask, you can't ask a Jet fan this. There you go. There you Look, go, Gloria. No. Don't talk shit about my coach. Nerd power for sure. <laughs> Come Look, on, man. And, and I want to be clear, and, and we ha- we don't talk Jets on this show too often, so you guys might not realize this, but on the Jets show, all year I've been saying it's really weird that Sauce Gardner doesn't get called for his physicality. He does hold. He does touch the, 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 the receiver down the five yards. He, he does do that. He does it. And as a rookie, I thought that that was going to be his issue. Before the season started, and I don't want to get too Jetsy on this show, I know, Ooh. but before the season started – we had this conversation. I said his issue getting used to the NFL is going to be the fact that he's too physical and too handsy. And I was like, he's going to get called for PIs all the time. He didn't get called, and I'm not sure why. Is he so good that he just doesn't get called? I don't know. But he doesn't get called for them. But he does get very physical, and I'm surprised he gets away with it. But yesterday, I didn't see any. Phil, you, this is a good point for you to bring up because you saw Sauce versus Stephon Diggs, where a lot of people, not just Bills and Jets fans, were saying that he got away with one uh, with, on Stephon Diggs. That final play when um, Josh Allen throws the ball to Stephon Diggs down the left sideline, there was definitely – was that pass interference in your eyes or was it not? 
Um, it, it was actually Gabe Davis. I know what you're talking about. So at first, That's I was, was irate. Davis, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I was irate about that. I thought, how did they not call that? Honestly, when we went back and looked at the tape, yeah. and yep. I'm just being completely you know, um, fair on this, yeah. it, it really wasn't as bad as it looked live. And then Correct. And, and, and Gabe Davis continues to have his drop issues and just drop that pass. It hit him in the head, actually. I, I, I it hit him he, in the head, yeah. It, it, it went through – it went through his hands, hit him in the head, which would have, I mean, that was what, fourth and 20, or 21 yeah, yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So a ridiculous his, pass by Josh Allen. Which Davis has had his drop issues. He's actually leading the league, if I'm not mistaken, in drops. Um, he had 10 targets last game, only three catches. Um, and one went through his hands in the end zone again. So I just, um, I think like ultimately, like you said, Sauce, I think in a way, you're right. You wonder if his physicality is going to catch up with him in the NFL, um, but he kind of knows how far to take it and how far not to take it, which is actually surprising as a rookie yeah. because normally yes. it takes some time to kind of develop that skill of like, okay, I can get away with this, but not this. But he's actually – I mean, the kid's good, man. I mean, he's, he's I, I agree. really good. I agree that he is good, and I told Danny that I've liked him since training camp, but I do have a, I do have a Mike McDaniel question for you, being that you want to bash on my coach today, Phil the Bill. Um I'm sure that you get, have Gabe, heard. Gabe Davis. I'm sorry, to just to answer Phil's question real quick. Uh, Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs both have six drops, which is second in the NFL. I know. Okay. Phil, quick question for you regarding Mike McDaniel, which I'm sure you've heard from either your, A, your Dolphin fans, ESPN, or anywhere else. Bleacher Report was reporting this last week before. It's been quiet today, but I need to know. When you saw articles and when you saw people talking about Mike McDaniel being fired, which is, for me, my point just ludicrous that you would fire somebody in, into the first <clears throat> season. When you saw that fair game or not fair game to even consider firing this coach f- first year into, into uh, what he's done so far. <clears throat> that depends. Are you um, the Houston Texans? Um, Cause they love firing coaches after the first season. Yeah, no, exactly. um, so uh, do I think that's insane? Yeah. And I've always thought that um, I think that uh, especially with the injuries you guys sustained, especially at quarterback, which, you know, is it like it's it's like it's like the Rams. You know what I mean? What are you going to go ahead and and um, uh, they lose their quarterback? They lose their number one wide receiver. Um, you know, they have a terrible season after a Super Bowl win. Um, but you know, you take those things into consideration. You know right. what Mike McDaniel did with a healthy team, uh, and and the fact that I think he did stray from the identity everyone thought he was going to have. I, For sure, I, I I don't think you could, but. Again, you you can't fault a guy for for being above five hundred. You know what I mean? Or right. even be like, I just don't see how you could fire someone for that um, in his think, first do you, year. Do you think there was any fireable offense? Do you think there's anything he's done this season where you're like, you know what, that's questionable? Because you could you could say, oh well, he should have called this play instead. He should have ran more. He should have been more involved <sighs> in the defense. But I think those aren't fireable offenses. I think those are learning curves when it's a player's when it's a coach's first year. Like if he was well into his third third season, still committing said mistakes, then we can have the conversation. But you can't take a first year ever head coach and you see ever. Well, unless you're Cam Cameron. Okay. All right. Unless you're Cam Cameron. Let, Let me throw that out there. But I think McDaniel has shown you way more positives than negatives for you to say. We should fire this guy. I, yeah, Danny said. But I have a question right, for you. Right, I, Danny, you were saying that the haters are quiet today. But mm-hmm. even if, let's say, and I think you're completely 
horribly wrong, um, that we're just going to go up there and get curb stomped. Let's say he does lose and they start chirping again, regardless of us making the playoffs or not, is it merited that these conversations should even be had? Yes. The reason wow. being, and okay. I'm not saying, I, I, and, and okay. I'm not saying that he should get fired after year one, but I'm saying that the conversation should be out there. Reason being, in our intro, yeah, you say this team should win anywhere between ten and thirteen wins, For and sure. I think that was the consensus around everyone. Everybody said this is the Dolphins team that's going to make the playoffs and make some noise with all the weapons. So if you go from that team that has those expectations, and you go on a three-game losing streak, then a five-game losing streak. At that point, when everybody was saying these things, you didn't know if you were going to make the playoffs or not, or not, and you didn't know if you were going to end the season on a six-game losing streak. If right. you would have ended the, ga- the season on a six-game losing streak and missed the playoffs after everybody felt like it was a foregone conclusion that you would make the playoffs and win 10 to 13 games, do you not think that the discussion should happen? No. I'm not saying no. it should go down, but no. the discussion should be there. You wonder why I don't think so for exactly the point that Buffalo Bill just made. The fact that there were so many injuries on this season, quarterback one, quarterback every two, team quarterback. Has that shit. Come on. All right. So every team should have so you're saying every team should have that conversation then. Let's fire over yes. coaches because of the uh, litany unless, of injuries you go through. That's bullshit. You, you can't blame if, the coach if, for the litany of injuries if, that you go through. If if you're a team that's expected to make the playoffs and win 10 to 13 games based off the roster, and based you don't off the make roster the playoffs. staying healthy, and it doesn't stay healthy. So how can you blame the coach for the players not staying healthy? You can't pin but, that on the coach. When you were eight and three, outside of two, what was the big injury that you had? Our defense was still playing with almost none of the starters from last year from other inju- injuries that we've had. When you remember, you saw Yeah. My point is you got to eight and three with the same injuries that you ended the season with. Correct. Be- the eight and three team was the same team that lost those five games in a row. So yes. what I'm saying, I understand that you had a lot of injuries, but the injuries that you won those first eight games with are the same yeah. is the same team that you lost the five games with. But we so only finished one game you- under the 10. I'm just saying we only finished one game under the 10 that I predicted. I think that you look at it and you say that did teams kind of figure out the Dolphins for sure um, identity? Yeah, did they start we, we talking about press that, coverage? Yeah, and 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 then it created some issues with Tua and his you know his his uh, completion percentage. Yeah, but so at that point, does does Mike McDaniel have to go to a different scheme to kind of you know switch things up? Just like the 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 Patriots did with us yesterday. All of a sudden, uh, uh, a team that never really. Or, or use very little play action is like play action all day. And we had to make adjustments in the second half of football because it was actually a pretty close game up to that point. And um, so I'll say like, yeah, do you expect coaches to make adjustments? But talking about a first year coach. Now, the only reason why I would even entertain the idea is simply okay. because of all the weapons you got him and the beefing up of the offensive line, you know, the, 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 you know, acquisition of, of, um, Tyreek Hill, then even midseason, you go out and you get Chubb, you know, you, you know, you get, you even get, you know, um, another running back option. Um, so, you know, I just think that ultimately he had a lot to work with, but he is a first year coach and he's learning these guys. He's learning, you know, their identity as a team and he's trying to find his, his, you know, identity as a coach. So I, I think that's a really tough thing to ever, to ever um, even entertain for a first year coach. Um, unless you do something like you said, like you know, like unless Urban you, Meyer, you know, you pull an Urban right, Meyer Urban out there, Meyer, Nathaniel right. Hackett, Cam Cameron, those are like you literally did nothing with this team, absolutely nothing. I think those are fire. I don't think Mike McDaniel is in a position, whether it's five straight, six straight, that you say 
listen, we've seen nothing good of you this season. You got to go. I don't think that he falls into that category. And to Vito's point about Byron Jones missing the whole season, my point was that he's been missing the whole season from the start to the end, and that didn't change the expectations. It's not right. like you lost uh, Jaden Phillips in the middle of the year, and it's like that's why all of a sudden we're, we got on this five-game losing streak. No, right. you've had that team, and those expectations were still there. For the most part, I know you had a lot of injuries, but you had those injuries during that 8-3 run. So yeah. that five-game losing streak looks worse. And, and I'm, look, and, and, and the offense – when you think about a good offense, you think somebody that puts up constant points. I've been talking about this offense all year. Yes, you have. You guys put up 17 against the Jets, 15 against the Bengals. I know Tua was injured. You put up 16 against the Vikings, 10 against the, no, 16 against the Steelers. Then you put up uh, 30 against the Texans. You put up 17 against the Niners, 17 against the Dolphins. Like you guys had really bad what, offensive performances. What do we we and we had the Bears game where I believe we put up thirty eight points as well. You had the Baltimore well, I, game. I, where we put I, North I, 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 well. I accidentally said the Texans because I was trying to avoid the really bad teams. I was trying right. to look at just the decent teams and what you did against them. Right. So yes, you have weapons and you guys didn't look bad, but I thought that you guys would look better, honestly, with all the weapons that you had. Okay. Well, let's talk about the game plan because I do agree with you, Bill. And this is going to be the Why Not Us Tour segment here. And I'm going to use this hashtag all week when I tweet about the Dolphins and Bills game. One of the things that Mike McDaniel said when he first became the coach of this team is the first thing he keeps hearing is the Dolphins haven't made the playoffs in 23 years. And he said, but why not us? And it's true. Why not us? There has been plenty of, there's been plenty of teams that have foregone had a terrible season season before and then made the playoffs the very next year. There's teams that missed the playoffs, and then boom, they won the Super Bowl the next year. So my question first and foremost to you is, yes, there were a lot of people who caught on. like That 49ers sauce, the Chargers sauce, those were big. Those were huge on the road. But what I liked about going up to Buffalo, the type of game we had, which is that's why I'm coming to you first, is you say you need to have a coach that's going to change his mindset. All right, this, has not, this isn't working anymore. Now I need to change it. We went to Buffalo, and we battled. So – if that's the same team that you're going to see on Sunday, why are you so confident that it's not going to be another great game this upcoming this upcoming Sunday? Oh, I'm not confident. <laughs> I just well, because... you said you're going to curb stomp us American History X style. I'm I did not curb. say curb stomping American History X style. <laughs> um, that's reserved for a very different. That's one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, I, I. I you know, I was I was kidding. Actually, I was I was a little. I always worried about playing a division game, um, yep. a team three times in a row. Yep. Um, you just know too much about each other. And I'll tell you what makes me the. If there's nerves that I have, it is your coach. Um, and I'll tell you why. When we made the playoffs for the first time, and you know, however long against the Jaguars, and you know, it was it was like it took a a Cincinnati victory in like a fourth and twelve situation for us to get in. And I was actually – that was the Dolphins game, Dolphins-Bills game where we won. I was at the Dolphins stadium going crazy like everyone else. I have the video for that one mm -hmm. because we made the playoffs in like 19 years. So we go in there and we just we just play so conservative. And it, it just it, it, it just turned my stomach to sit there and say like we're just happy to be there. And I right. hate that mentality. I hate it. And I felt like, you know, again, as much as um, I like um, – Sean McDermott and, and I'm not saying anything about him. You know, I, I like the guy as a coach and he's done a great job with this team. I just, 
I, I hated our game plan. I hated it. It was like, it was like, we just didn't even try to like win that game. We tried like not to lose it. And I don't think Mike McDaniel's that type of coach. I think he'll go in there with every expectation, every creative play he can come up with to win that game. And he'll throw and he's not afraid to, you know, again, maybe what he'll get criticism down in 19, you know, exactly. Which scares me because if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to put points on the board because we put points on the board. That's one thing about our team. Now our defense, like we talked about, as far as injuries are concerned, um, we've, we, we lost Hyde in the beginning of the year, who was one of our, you know, star safeties. Poor has been playing injured all year with an arm and then an ankle. Um, we just got Troy White back and he got an interception last game, which was great because, you know, he needs that confidence boost. You know, um, we got another rookie starting safety. We, um, uh, Benford was playing great. He broke his hand. You know what I mean? We got Von Miller's out for the year, you know, so that was a huge loss after we paid a ton of money to kind of have that missing link in him for our pass rush. Um, so, you know, we just had so many injuries on defense that have been difficult to overcome for us. So we, you know, our identity is put points on the board and make teams play catch up. Um, so if there is, you know, that's why I think sometimes the Patriots, you know, they want to run the ball, you know, they want to rely on their defense. So that's why sometimes I feel like we match up better with them. Um, with the Dolphins have been tight games. Now, well, I'll say the first game did piss me off because we doubled you guys in every category. Imaginable and still lost that game. That but the second though. game was a dogfight. You know what I mean? It was a dogfight and, and we came out on top, which I'm very happy about. But there's so many points of that game where I'm like literally like I was like digging my nails into the stinking couch like losing my mind like is this going to go what way is this going to go so you know that that's always nerve-wracking especially with the Bills team that does have extremely high expectations and and these expectations are not gone because we have some injuries and you know it we still want to go to the Super Bowl we still want to win the Super Bowl so you know it's 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 one of those things where you know to be in South Florida to watch our team play the Dolphins first round of the playoffs is you know I'm, I'm still debating on where I want to watch this game because I don't know if I could handle you know uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could be around Dolphins fans in in a public setting um, if if we don't if we don't I'm coming play. over if you're not coming out of your house that's all I gotta say <laughs> that but, second um, yeah. Dolphins Bills game I think a lot of it was um, affected by all the hype about it being a huge snowstorm during the game I think that changed the game plan drastically for 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 the teams leading up to that game because everybody thought that it was going to be uh, uh, a, a ground and pound type of game. And you could tell because that was the first time that Mike McDaniel came out and just was running the ball. And he ran it consistently that first half. And we were talking about it on, on that episode afterwards where it was halftime and he looked and he said, you know what? It's not snowing. Let's stop running the ball. Let's start passing it again. And he completely abandoned the run in the second half. And I really think it's because the game plan was to come out running because of the snow. And when that so I think that that game plan was really affected uh, for both teams because of that. Um, but you're right. It, it was a field goal game. And I think the snow finally showed up in the fourth quarter and finally maybe had a little bit of an impact because you guys right. got the ball back. And then they finally had a little effect uh, at the very end. But for the most but, part, yeah, it, it's a division game. But, yeah. Danny, let, let's talk about this. One of the things that um, fans and Bills know each other too well. We've been competitive against them, so I think it'll be getting. I I agree with you. So that's why I'm saying I, I. This is why I trashed. I was talking shit to Danny right before the show started because he literally thinks that we have no chance. He literally thinks we're gonna go up there and get blown out. Like, what has led you to believe at anything that 
even what you just saw a few weeks ago with us going up to Buffalo, that that isn't the same team that you're going to see. Now, granted, the one thing missing, and this is what I agree with you, that if it is Skyler Thompson or if it is, Lord forbid, Mike Glennon or Teddy Bridgewater, that it's probably not going to be that same game. Because even if now, if you have either of those quarterbacks in, they haven't shown you enough to be like, oh, well, we got to worry about the ball getting to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. No, you probably don't have to worry about that, regardless of how susceptible the defense is. And also from a, from an offensive standpoint for the Buffalo Bills, you know who their leading rusher was last game, right? It wasn't any of their running backs. It was Josh Allen running the ball, 10 carries for 77 yards. So it's As like, it always we, is. Right. We can still do enough to stop their running game. We have enough to keep the receivers in check for most of the game, even though Xavier Howard has been playing, like you said, very questionable this season. There, there is enough to make this game close. It's just my point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the reasons I think that I, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win this game. Not One, win. I told you. I said close. I, I'll, okay, I'll tell you why they're not going to win. Uh, okay. I told you. I told you weeks ago. Weeks ago, I told you if the Dolphins have any chance of winning a playoff game, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be a home playoff game for the simple fact that nobody's been able to explain it. Why your defense plays so horrible on the road? It's a fact. You guys are one of the worst road defenses in the league yes, by far. It is a fact. And at home, you're one of the best. Makes no sense. You're playing against one of the best offenses in the league, if not the best. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're the best. But if they're not the best, one of the best. That's reason number one. Number two, we don't know if two is playing. Correct. So hypothetically, let's say he plays. Okay, you have a better chance. But I'm going to tell you the real reason, and – this is maybe cliche, but they have a rallying cry. Yeah, yeah. And when this thing happened last week to uh, Damar Hamlin. Hamlin, yeah. when that thing happened, I'm sorry, but the emotion going to the Buffalo Bills fans in that stadium, it's going to be like that the entire playoffs. And that alone, I think, is worth 14 to 21 points. Like, I think that any team that stands – like, I thought the Patriots had no chance yesterday because of the, the circumstances, and I thought they played pretty decent up until, yeah. you know, the Bills yeah, finally yeah. took off. And maybe the Dolphins can keep it close at some point. But the rallying cry right now mm-hmm. for Buffalo, I think that that starts them off with, like, a seven-point lead to start that game. They're at home. You guys have a bad defense, and the emotions running through the, the Bills players right now, through that crowd – Everybody's rooting for the Bills that isn't maybe an AFC East fan. Like, everybody wants the Bills to, for that for this kid so he can be out there. If he shows up at that stadium and it's in, like, the, the skybox or something, forget about it. Just walk off I, the field. You have no chance. <laughs> I think, by the way, I think there is a chance with, by the way, him just being released from the hospital today. Yeah, yes, that's what it, I'm saying. I saw that. It, it, it's an amazing story in the aspect that I don't know, I'm sure that you felt the same way, Phil. I know I call you a, a very emotionless person, but when that happened, I think <laughs> I, 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 I you when know, that, you and my wife call me the same thing. Yeah, yeah. When when that happened, I think every NFL fan around the world felt the same exact thing. Yeah, they did. No, nothing. And when else you're seeing mattered. the players' reactions, um, I mean, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this, but it was nothing yeah. like I've ever seen before. Right. Um, I've never seen players act like that. Or so like nothing, nothing else mattered at that point. Football didn't matter at that point. Um, we, out of respect, I know other businesses were still conducting and podcasts were still conducting, centering it around DeMar Hamlin. But I'm like, even us, we're like, we're not Bills fans, but we're, we're you know, we understand people. And when we yeah, saw we that, we're like, 
I'm like, I don't, I, Danny, I don't feel like recording today. He's like, I, I also don't feel like recording today. Mm -hmm. And we tried the next couple of days to chuck it through, make the most out of our podcast, still try to keep it as light as possible. But still, until we got some update from Damar Hamlin's family, Adrian and all that saying, hey, he's finally waked up. Hey, he's writing now. And the fact yeah. that the first question out of his mouth was, did we win the game? Like, dude, if, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, I don't know what does. But I was so happy for him to be able to walk out of that hospital when, when I got that update today. And, Danny, I agree with you. That that rallying cry for DeMar Hamlin and the emotions that the Buffalo, Bill, Bill, Buffalo Bills have played yesterday, I think it is going to carry into this game. And on that alone, by the way, could Tua play with a Don Bebe helmet or Wes Walker helmet? By the way, those helmets – those helmets are huge. I think he should play with one of those helmets. That's just my point. Um, yes, Look, I, I agree. It, I, think, I think we're all worried about the same thing, Gloria, because I think that having that type of beacon, that type of person to play for, that's right there. That's one of your family members in your locker room. And let's say that he does show up. That crowd now all of a sudden is going to go from a 10 to a 20. The players' emotions, not just being a playoff game, they're going to be playing out of 20. I think my team's going to show I thought up you ready guys, to play. But I'm what, sorry to interrupt you. I, I thought no, you guys no, had ahead. a chance until this happened. When when this happened, I thought the Bills are going to play the Chiefs at some point because nobody outside of the Chiefs is stopping them. Yeah. I, I, I personally feel, feel that based off of all those things, as hopeful as I am, and we're about to pick the game right now, as hopeful as I am about the game, it's like you guys have a lot more positives going for you than we do. That's just that's just my point on that one. I mean, it was it was like something out of a, a script when we received the ball and you know uh, um, Nakeem Himes runs it right right back for uh, 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 ninety eight uh, yards, ninety eight yards. And then, I mean, he did it twice, which is, I mean, he, I, I love that kid, man. He, he's, he's, you guys hadn't done it in how many years? Oh, it, three years the... and three months to the date. Right. So it was Josh Allen threw three touchdown passes. We had three uh, interceptions as a defense, three years and three months. You may, you may not believe it was, in it was God, but <laughs> yeah. somebody up there definitely yeah. planned this perfectly. For for well, DeMar I that God's going up there and he's like, let's make sure we do this because it's been right, three, right. three months. But I get what you're saying. He's like, oh, this is happening. Let's do this. Right, right. But I get what you're saying. Um, like, but the, but the, the dominoes aligned perfectly for this. And mm -hmm. I, when they released that stat, even Josh Allen, Josh Allen's mind was blown. He's like, that guy just told me three years and three months. And then he started crying at the podium. I'm like, dude, that's huge. But Phil, let's Josh Allen started crying at the podium? He did. Yeah. He got emotional oh, at the podium are, when they took. You guys are not beating the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I hate crap. you, dog. I hate you so much. <clears throat> but we're about to play this game, and let's do let's do this um, to give you the to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Phil, I want two scores and two. I'm pretty sure they're both going to be the same. I think the scores might be a little bit different, but let's say <laughs> it's anyone besides two playing quarterback. Whoever said quarterback is. What's your what's your prediction for this game? Honestly, 35-10 Buffalo. If Tua doesn't play. If Tua doesn't play 35, I, I could I could see that as well. So I'll go second, Danny. Um, I don't I I don't see another quarterback on this roster in Dolphin fans. I hope I'm wrong. The man above football god, I hope he's listening and I hope I'm wrong. 
I don't see another quarterback on this roster that can bring that type of game to the Buffalo Bills, regardless of how susceptible your defense is. Um, I think that what I saw from Skyler yesterday was exactly like you said, what you want to see from a third string quarterback. He managed the game as best as he could, but I don't think that's going to be enough to get you a win in the playoffs. So I agree. I think you guys will score north of 27 and we'll probably be somewhere in the 10 to 13 range. Danny, no Tua, what's your prediction and what's your score for tomorrow's uh, for, Look, for Sunday's no game? No Tua, th the games that Tua has missed, the Dolphins have put up 15 points, 17 points, 16 points, 21, and then yesterday 11. Yeah. So you guys have a hard time just getting to 20 without Tua. Uh, with, like I said, the emotions and everything going on, you guys, I'll give you guys 10 points on the road, maybe 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. And... The, the Bills will put up 31. Yeah, I, 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 I actually agree with all those because, like, they just put up 32 on us. And granted, those last three points came with, like, four seconds left of the game. But still, Josh Allen did what he had to do with his legs to get him down the field and get him those two big first downs to eventually beat us in Buffalo a couple of weeks back. So let's talk about this. Sorry, before we pick the game. I know what Danny's thoughts on his field, but we always you and I haven't talked about it because you're ignoring me because I'm a Dolphins fan all the damn time. I feel like we should be sure. closer friends, but because I'm a Dolphin, you choose to neglect me. Um, it's 100% true. When you saw Tua, <laughs> again, have to leave the Packers game, third concussion in the season, but then you've heard all the talk. He shouldn't even come back this season, blah, blah, blah. My point is, he shouldn't come back. As much as I want him to play and beat the Buffalo Bills, which I think he can, I worry more about the person. And I get it. Yeah. That, I'm in the minority on this. I get it. People are like, oh, fuck that. If he's ready to play, let him play. I bring him back 110% healthy next season. We know what we have. We know what we could, We have to work on. We made the playoffs in Mike McDonald's first season. I think there's so many more positives to take away from the season that you don't for need sure. to see Tua back this season. For sure. You made um, the playoffs. So, That's it. So for me, I don't play him again this season. But from a Bills perspective, I guess give me yours. If Tua is ready to play, do you play him this Sunday in Buffalo? I mean, after what we witnessed with Demar Hamlin on the field, um, and and just the perspective of life is more important than a game, you know. And that's and and you know, being a hockey player, um, and and I've had friends that have multiple, multiple. I've had three concussions myself. I've had friends that have multiple. I've had a friend, um, you know, uh, end his life, you know, because of CTE and he mm. was involved in a CTE study at the university of Buffalo. And I would never, I don't care if you, you uh, if he had a broken leg, I don't care. That's that, that heals, but the head is very different. And I just don't, and we don't know I enough. Never, about it. Exactly. Nobody knows enough about it. So I would never chance that. Never, so, not, 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 he's a young kid. You know, he's got a long career ahead of him. In the So in the off chance, gentlemen, that he does play this game, um, I'll go first. In the off chance that he does play this game and he is activated for Sunday, I think it will be a closer game. Um, I think something that Tyreek Hill said yesterday after the game resonates with this uh, with this Miami Dolphins team. The energy is different when Tua Tungabailoa is your starting quarterback. Not because he's going to go out there and put up 50 points. I think it's just the character that he is and what he brings to the team is what elevates everyone else's play on the field. It Like the fact that Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are more effective when he's in the field is your number one thing you should take away from that. 
But I think that the defense will play with more, even more emotion than what they're going to play with this upcoming Sunday if Tua is starting quarterback. So in the off chance that Tua Tungavailo is the the starting quarterback for these Miami Dolphins, I personally think that it will be a close game, kind of like I was a few weeks ago. Probably down to a last minute field goal from one of our teams. I don't know what that score would be, but I just think the game would be closer. And if it does come down to that, it's a close game. I think we'll be on the other end of it, and the Dolphins will leave Buffalo with a victory. I don't know what the score will be, but I just think that if Tua does play, it will be a close game again. I think it will come down to a field goal to win the game. And I think at that point, it will be either A, our defense stopping you guys this time from getting that field goal, or us scoring the field goal at the end of the game. Danny, what about you? Um, If Tua plays, obviously, I think your offense will be a little better. Mm -hmm. You also have to take into account the last four games he played, he didn't play well. Yeah. So you're taking into account the fact that he played poorly for four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you want to say that the Bills game, he played decent, but he played yeah. for the most part poorly for four weeks in a row. Yeah. And then he had three then, weeks uh, off. In that Packers game, he, pl- he played well in the first half and then not so well in the second half. So I definitely get your point. So he went not playing well and then three weeks off. I don't know if that's like that seven week stretch. I don't know if that's the best time to throw him in to a playoff game against the Bills in Buffalo. So I understand why some Dolphins fans would still want it because it gives you a better chance technically than Skylar Thompson. But when, agree, you take into account, when you take into account the fact that he's had these concussions this season, you don't mm-hmm. probably want to risk that. If he gets, God forbid, another concussion during this game, which, I mean, I would Especially hope that the chances that are slim. Especially on that like, turf with that weather, that the floor being really hard. Yeah, The Dolphins would get absolute hell if that were to happen. Yeah. So – I don't think you want to risk that. And then I agree again. Uh, and I'm talking to Dolphin fans here about this. He wasn't good for four weeks in a row. So I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback. What I'm saying is that he had a rough patch. And after the rough patch, it's not like he played a good game and he's back on his stuff. He he followed that up with three weeks off. So he's going to might be a little rusty with timing. So right. do you really think that he's going to give you that much more of an opportunity to win that you're willing to risk him getting another concussion? I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I, I think that even if he plays, you guys go down maybe 30-17, but okay. I, I wouldn't risk it. I, I'm with you. Go go ahead, uh, Phil. On you, sir. I just want to throw something out before I say it. Um, Josh Allen, AFC East since 2020. He's 15-3, and three, 280 passing yards per game, 45 touchdowns and seven interceptions. For that reason alone, I think that even if Tua plays, I think it's definitely a different score. I think more like if, if I was going to make my prediction, I'd say 31-24. Okay. Um, Bills, I think Josh is – it's Super Bowl or bust for us. You know, and I think he understands that. I think the kid is something special. He really is. Um, I haven't been this excited to watch, you know, um, a quarterback since probably the Kelly days. And, and, and Josh just has a different arm than him and ability to run with the ball and, and just will to win. I mean, I can't even tell you – how many times he's willed us to win with his legs, his arm. And that throw he made to Diggs last Sunday was just – it was just – not many people could do that. I, I you think know? as a – No, no, go ahead. Go ahead before I get to my point. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that as an opposing team, it's very annoying watching Josh Allen play, especially as For a sure. Jets fan this season, because our defense – our pass defense is so good that we felt like we basically kept him in check. He had very average games against us passing. So yeah. what would he do? He just take off with his legs. He scored rushing touchdowns against us constantly. And it's very frustrating to watch Josh Allen play when you're playing against him just because, okay, let's take away the pass. 
because then he'll just run on you, and it, it's it's rough. And he just runs over people because he's a fucking linebacker. And that feeds, yeah. to, that feeds to my point. Which uh, scares me, but yeah. That feeds to my point, Phil. Even when you collapse the pocket on him, when he rolled out over to his right side and tells John Brown to hit the hit the speed yeah. and then just whoop, it looks so it. effortless it. to yeah. him. 60 yards, it. little flick of the wrist down the mm -hmm. field to John Brown. And I'm like, how do you stop this guy? Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. Like, the Jets made him look susceptible. Those two games that you guys played to, against to the him. pass to the pass, yeah, right. But it's like even when he doesn't have that, his legs are going to find a way to win the game. And Danny, this goes back to the Lamar Jackson conversation that we had. Um, <laughs> exactly, Gloria. We all feel the same way. I think that yep. if if you pull most of the logical thinking, Dolphin fans or li literally anybody else in our fan base, <laughs> Patriots or Jets. We're all going to hate Josh Allen equally, but at the same time, sure. we reckon we recognize his greatness. Manny, yeah. I totally forgot to address this. Oh, I'm so stupid. Address it. Um, I, I just before we leave here today, can we yeah. just acknowledge the fact that Josh Allen broke Dan Marino's five-year all-time touchdown record? Can we address that? God, I, I love it. I wasn't aware of this. Please, can somebody yeah, yeah, fill yeah. me in? He no, um he broke the Dan that. Marino had the all-time um, uh, highest number of touchdowns in the first five seasons. Um, Josh broke like a career? Season. Yeah. So oh. first five seasons in the league, Josh broke uh, Dan Marino's record. I think it's fake news. I didn't see that anywhere <laughs> at all. Nobody oh, nobody God. saw that stat line, right? Uh, I didn't see that stat line. Danny, did you see that stat line anywhere? Because I didn't see it. I, I didn't, but I wish I would have. God, you know what, Vito? Yes. Yes, he did just sneak that in, Vito. He did just sneak that in. And look, look, look who just finally decided – to roll around and join us, but we've already gone ahead. You see, Gloria, thank you. Hold on, right here, right here for you, right here for you. Shut up, Phil. Listen, I, there's one more thing we got to get to. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm a man of my word. Vito, by the way, do me a favor, Vito. I, I told you I'd get you. Make sure you DM me as soon as we're done. Send me your shipping address. I got something for you. Just throwing that out there. But the other thing is, I am a man of my word. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Gunny Gumby, welcome to the show, to the Batter Fins fans playoff show. Sir, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, man, listen, it could be better. I'd love to have you sitting on the sidelines with us, you know what I'm saying, watching the playoffs on the couch. But, but nonetheless, the Patriots aren't in. Yep. And I see you got a little something, something for me back there. Well, I'm that, excited. That, that's why I brought you on, because like I said, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, last week, as I said at the very beginning of the show, I bet that the Miami Dolphins would put up north of 20 points. That was that was the goal. This and was so silly. Yeah, that was it, was, it was. And it was with the third was, string quarterback. This was yeah, um, Buffalo Phil. Yeah, against, Buffalo Phil. This against was against a, a good number defense. five defense. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love the confidence. I mean, you got yeah. to. You got the same you. confidence it takes to rock that beard. So, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, there's, that's enough disrespect for you out of, out of today, all right? All right? So, as a man of my word, Nomeo Moreno will be finding a, a new home in Gunny Gumby's wall of New York Jets memorabilia. So, you've already gone ahead and sent me that information, sir. It will be shipped to you this week. But you are on vacation. So I don't know if I should be shipping it to you now or should I be shipping it to you no, later? No, 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 no. I'll be back home tomorrow. I'll be back okay. home tomorrow. Yeah, okay. go ahead. You can send okay. it. <laughs> okay. And I, I look forward to uh, to to seeing him at least. You oh, know, you will. 
every cool. single week that you, I'm actually going show. to wait to do my NFL, my New York Jets, you know what I'm saying, like season overview okay. once he arrives. I want him in the background. I'm going to wait to do that once he arrives. What an a-hole, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now that we have Gunny here, I'd like to know, Manny has chose the Dolphins to win this week. Okay. Did I? The did I? Did I? Can you give him more insight than just that? If Tua plays. I said. I don't, I don't care if you have Marino playing. You're not winning this weekend. All right. Well, this guy's disrespectful. That's not what I said. You know, no, but that's what you saying. expect of a battered Jets fan that didn't show up to watch his own team play. If we're going to get into that conversation again. And by the way, Gunny, he didn't even go see his Nets play. That's how much of a bitch this guy is. Yeah. There. There you go. Show him that face. What Wait, I said. What? Is, yeah. What I said was that if. Skyler Thompson, Mike Glennon, or Teddy B, any of those quarterbacks, get the start against the Buffalo Bills. I see a very high-scoring game for the Buffalo Bills and a very low-scoring for the Miami Dolphins. Then what I followed up with, I said that if Tua does miraculously play the same game somehow, I can see them having a similar game to what they had back in Buffalo a few weeks back, where it's a higher-scoring game for us. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised is if we do win by a field goal, kind of like how they won. That was my two cents on that. That's the only thing. That's the only way I think we leave Buffalo with a victory is if Tua's our quarterback. If it's anyone else, I don't see how we win that game. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, Brandon. Y'all, y'all not. You don't have to this. lie to me. I appreciate you, bro. Y'all not you. winning this game, brother. Okay. And, and it's not even because of I don't believe in what your team can do. I just think that in this scenario, you're talking about even if it's Tua that comes out there, yeah. he's been you know out of out of playoff games really for the last what two games now, three weeks now. And, and I still don't believe that is the right move to make, man, sending that guy I agree. We, I just I don't know if that is good for his well-being and his health. And I because of that, I don't think they're going to they're, they're gonna risk it. I don't think they're going to risk bringing him out there. Uh, three concussions, man, in, in three months, that is – that's not good. That that could be career-ending type of – like life, life-threatening life type, yeah. you know what I'm saying, if he gets another one. All four so, of us, by the way, are in agreement. On we the same all, page. Okay, we, great. We all, we all said if there's a chance he plays – we still wouldn't want him to play. That's something yeah. that all four of us are agreed on. Okay. Good I, I, I feel that the Dolphins have done enough this season to say that this is a victory. We yeah. made the playoffs in first year as Mike McDaniel's head coach. Yeah, Tua, took a, Tua took a superior jump as Huge a quarterback jump. for these Miami Dolphins. He yeah. still eight and four as a quarterback. You, right. I mean, that's and a victory yeah. all the time. And, yeah, and, you can't and, argue with that. And, and I, I don't have the numbers on me, but I looked them up right before the show started. Unless somebody here has them, he's – even though he hasn't played these last three weeks, he still led, led the NFL in four different categories. And that just goes to show you that he's done enough as well to prove to you that he can come back and be the starter for this team. He led it in That's... passer rating. Q, was it QBR, passer rating? QBR. QBR. Concussion. But it was like four of them. I forgot the other one. Wow. Yeah. wow. QBR. I think TV. Wow. I think it's touchdown there, huh? to interceptions. Yeah. You, you heard what he snuck in there, right? What he, I didn't hear it. He said he, he led the league in concussions as well. I mean, he's not wow. wrong. He, he wow. did Too soon. Wow, look Too at this. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't here. think it was a joke. Like, it's legitimate. It's true. He has led the league. Yes, like Steve Young. That was a perfect example, man. Like, uh, that's a very good point. Wayne, I, I think Wayne Kribbe had to retire for that, too. Yeah, uh, same thing. People have had to retire for that. Yeah, freaking, um, what's that dude? Uh, middle linebacker for the freaking Panthers. Perennial Pro Bowler. Luke Keekly. Yeah, he had to retire because of that. None of huge. Guy was freaking 27, 28 years old in his prime. Had to walk away because of that. You see, Danny, she may agree with you on one thing, but she agrees with me 100% of the time. That's all I got to say. But, Gunny. Manny, I, why aren't we making a bet, though? 
Like I, I, I want to make a bet. Because well, he doesn't want to lose. Yeah, he's... First of all, first of all, first of all, don't call my bluff. I'll make a bet with you. That's first of all. And second of all, the only way I'll make a bet okay. is if we if we watch this game together. Then we can settle and start the bet. Are we watching the game together Sunday? I haven't even decided. This is oh, a it doesn't game. matter. Wherever you decide, Manny has to be a part of it. That's all I'm saying. I was thinking I might be up in West Palm. You want to travel up to West Palm? I'll go to West Palm. I'll go to West Palm. Okay. Don't. All right. Don't. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. It's a Bills backer bar in West Palm. I. I will. You know. I. I will we'll gladly work out the go. Details. I will gladly go to a Bills Mafia bar. <laughs> gladly go to a Bills Mafia bar. I ain't scared of the Bills Mafia. Actually, I will tell you, and I'll end the show We're on this. We're very nice people. Actually. Right. I will end the show on this. The fact that scared them, they throw themselves through tables. Right, exactly. I'm like, I'll do it He goes, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. <laughs> do it right. myself. <laughs> but I how about, how about those snowballs in the other game, though? Right. Let's talk about those. That was that game. was insane, bro. That was so insane. We, our own players were getting hit by those. It was funny. The best part What's is someone's the like, well, how do you like know it wasn't game? the Dolphins fans I'll tell you right now. Them? It's 29 and sunny, I think. I think it's 29 degrees and sunny. And, and it's at 1 o'clock. So it's yeah, like, it'll be fine. you know, I don't think it would be that bad. It won't. Uh, well, I, as long as I, there's no win. This Dolphins game reminds me of last yeah. year's Steelers oh, Chiefs my game. God. I just when saw the, the Steelers. I just saw the spread, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my <laughs> God. Is, that, is it 11? Yeah, it's 10 and a half right yeah. now. Yeah, they don't guys, even give y'all a chance. You guys are favored by 85%. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, so I mean, we're thirteen and three though. Like we did, we had a good season. Yeah, they're not right. scrubs. Yeah, of course, yeah, they're not they scrubs. <laughs> yeah, but still, but like, the, give them eight. You, you didn't have to go up there and give them eleven. God, nah, bro. Eight, man. They're just because being trying to get people to bet on the Dolphins. You're right. What are, you're you'll right. see. Well, you'll see that spread move. It'll what was move. the spread last year for the Steelers Chiefs game? Because I remember everybody knew that the Steelers were going to lose that game because they snuck into the playoffs last last week and they got mollywhopped by the Chiefs. I feel like this is a similar situation here. Yeah. And now, yeah, that they they did get beat. And, and I don't remember what the spread was that game. So should yeah, I bet the under some... this week? Is that what you're saying? Should I bet the under? Shit, I would. I would too. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I, would. <laughs> I would too. I wouldn't touch that under. I don't know. So is anybody predicting any upsets? No. Oh, well, wait. Are we talking? All right. If we're if we're done talking, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. I, I'm just curious. Yeah. Any um, upsets? Seattle, San Francisco. I think San Francisco got that in the bag. That's a win. Jacksonville versus the Chargers. I think Jacksonville is probably going to win that game. Um, really? Yes, I'm picking Jacksonville to beat the Chargers. I, I actually am too. I, I actually think Jacksonville is going to beat the Chargers too, man. Um, I'm picking. I'm picking. You know what? Here's the upset for you. I'm picking the Giants to beat Minnesota. Cincinnati to beat Everybody Baltimore. Is, that, that's the picking, most popular pick. It is. Yes, and Everybody, picking, everybody's picking the Giants. And the one that me and Danny were just talking about off air. I'm picking Tampa Bay to beat Dallas. I agree with that one too. Dallas is, yeah. they just have such bad luck when it comes to playoffs, man. But not to and, mention, brother, they've looked, have you seen that? That Prescott somehow, with five less games, leads the league in interceptions. He's had a horrible December in yeah, yeah. a subpar November, man. He has not been good. And then you're um, playing Thomas, the J. God Brady. I, I, there's, I don't think yeah. you beat him in Tampa. I don't think you beat I don't, him. In Tampa. I don't, I don't usually bet against Tom Brady. I just, it's well, not, I just can't. Tom do it. Brady has never yeah. lost to Dallas. Fun fact. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to happen. But they're not playing, they're not playing in Dallas, though. No, yeah, no, no. Playing in Tampa. Yep. Right, but he's yeah. never lost Against to Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But they, he's never lost to Dallas, period. Tom yeah. Brady has. Oh, okay. If, so if that's the why Cowboys kinda... beat the Bucks. you don't think the Cowboys make the Super Bowl? 
Hell oh, that's no. right. That's right. That's Danny's sleeper. Go ahead. Talk about it, Gunny. Danny thinks I, I, that the Dallas Cowboys is a sleeper to go to the Super Bowl. No. Every, <laughs> look, eventually, eventually teams get over these humps where everybody's like, oh, this team sucks. This what I have the, Bengals, the, Cowboys. the Bengals ain't the Bengals ain't never gonna make the Super Bowl. They won't even make the playoffs. Not the Cowboys. The, Super Bowl last year. the thing with the Cowboys the is this, right? The Cowboys are perennial, like been perennially been identified as a team that's going this is their year, right? Every single year is their every year. Every single year. Every single year. But and eventually they've always it will had talent. Be. It's not going to be this year. I promise you that. I don't, they're not I don't getting past the 49ers. Either. If they somehow get past Tampa, they're not getting past the 49ers. I, hell, I, I would actually bet Seattle before I would bet freaking them making it. I just Go don't ahead, see it, bro. You're Go wild. Ahead, I just don't see it. I, I personally, I, well, first of all, I think that the Eagles are going to go out their first game. I think they're going to be one and done. Um, and I'll tell you, they looked brutal against a backup Giants team. That was a backup Giants team. Um, and they were not – and they did not look impressive at all. Um, I think there's a lot of hype. They're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. I just think it, – it's like that It's like that Giants team with Eli Manning that won the Super Bowl where they had to win like four straight to even get in the playoffs and there's just yeah. so much momentum going. Yeah. I don't I don't always love that first-round bye week. Like it's just – sometimes it just stalls you a little bit. <laughs> and you have these teams that are just fighting and scrapping. They're in this mode, you know. Um I don't know. I just I did not like the way they played against the Giants backups, okay. and 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 that was a big game for them. You know that they needed to win that to to seal the deal to be the number one seed, right? So I think um, I, I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about it, and I think this San Francisco team's overhyped. Everyone in the world Ooh. loves them. They're, they're like all, all of a sudden, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is is he threw three touchdowns against the worst. Arizona team I've seen in years. All right, let's not all I, get crazy about Brock Purdy and you know CMC has played. I agree with who? Phil. Who has CMC played? All right, he's playing great. Who has he played? I Gunny, think way over Gunny, you want to jump in there? Gunny, First of all, I don't think anybody's scared of the 49ers offense. It's that no, defense it is that, that you should be right. terrified of. I, right. I, I, I'm with you on that one. You're right. Like, Brock Purdy has been fun. I got it. You know what I'm saying? But, one, I'm not sleeping on CMC. Uh, you're, you're right. He's done it against Scrubs, but we've seen him do it against elite freaking oh, defenses. Yeah, he's too. a great, like, he's he's a great running back. I yeah. Just, but I don't know. that defense, to me, is why I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Not the offense. Preach not the Gloria. Offense. We thought the same thing. I, what? I think that I know, defense. Gloria, I'm sorry. Spear fingers. Man, so so then who do you have going to the Super Bowl then out of the right, NFC? Right, I'm okay. curious. Yeah, pick, pick what's your slate of victories for this week, and then who's your Super Bowl sleeper? All right, well, I wasn't prepared you, for that. You no, know, come on, um, come on, come on. Sign <laughs> up. You can't come on a live show and not be ready. Come well, on, I, baby. I, well, I, 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 like, I, I'll jump in while Phil thinks about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm having a hard time picking against Tom Brady because yep. that motherfucker just manages to win. But if Language. the Cowboys beat Tom Brady – the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, if they okay. beat Tom Brady, right, they're going right. to the Danny, Super Bowl. Danny, hurry up real quick. Seattle versus San Fran, who you got? San Fran. Jacksonville versus Chargers. Chargers. Giants at Minnesota. Minnesota. Baltimore, Cincinnati. It's the Bengals. Tampa Bay and Dallas, who you got? I want to say the Cowboys. It's just I I, I believe that, the, that Tom Brady always has a chance. I got the Cowboys, but okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady wins. All right. So if, if it's the Cowboys, that's your Super Bowl sleeper. Gunny, I'm yeah. coming to you. Seattle, San Francisco, who you got? 49ers. Chargers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Giants in Minnesota. Mm, I, Giants. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincy. Dallas at Tampa. And then who's your Super Bowl sleeper? 
Tampa's going to win that game. Super Bowl sleeper out of the NFC. It's not even the sleepers. I mean, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. It's, okay. It's, to go. me, it's it's the simple. They're going well, to the according Bowl. to Phil, they're oh. suspect as hell. Phil, <laughs> I'm coming back to you now. Let's, let's get ready. Let's do it. Seattle or San Fran? I will take San Fran. Chargers at Jacksonville? I'm taking Jacksonville. Giants at Minnesota? I'm going to take the Giants. Baltimore Cincinnati? I'm going to take Cincy. Dallas at Tampa. I think Dallas pulls it out. Oh, okay. I, 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 I was hesitant, but I think Dallas pulls out. I think Dallas is a sleeper for the NFC Super Bowl. Wow. I know. Okay. Cowboys Bills Super crazy. Bowl. Cowboys Bills. What would that not be one for the ages? I'm I gonna go. Best. I'm gonna go with another. No, one. I would fucking hate it, but I think that's what's gonna be. Why would I, you hate that? Because I, I hate the Bills. It's like rewriting the nineties. You know what? I, I got one for I, you. That's what I want. Listen, listen. I got the one. <laughs> one of those years. Those were good years for me. I got one for you. I'm going Eagles to make it to Super Bowl out of the NFC. Out of the NFC, and I do want Buffalo to make it, just so you could go back to the Super Bowl and lose again to the NFC East. That's my pick. That's nice. how we're doing this. Why do you got to end it like it's that? It's going to be know? the 49ers versus Cincy. Like Why do you have so much that's hate in your heart? Like that? You know? It's 49ers versus Cincy. That's the Super Bowl, guys. 49ers versus Cincy. Cincy making it again. You said Eagles and the Bills? and Buffalo. And then Buffalo to lose it again. Make it? Okay. Yes, that's my. Listen, you just said Dallas is going to make it. Don't don't look at me like what I said. <laughs> I, I, I also said time. Dallas is going to make it. Okay, we'll see. Both of you are just weird with those picks because Dallas hasn't shown you anything this season. Say so these guys are. I don't, I don't know why. Teams. It's weird. I can't explain it. I don't like anybody out of the NFC. But There's Danny, not one but team that I feel confident. 12, Twelve wins wasn't enough for you, Danny. The yeah, caveat, the caveat here that I want you to finish it with, that I finish it with was. The Bills will face an NFC East team and then also lose again like they did in the 90s. Love, I know. Four, years four years straight. Four years straight, just losing to the NFC yeah. East over and over again. Crap, it was because it was the Giants, Washington, was. Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I don't want the Cowboys. I don't, I don't want, want the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't want that smoke. I don't want that smoke. Yeah, give, give me anybody but the NFC East. <laughs> Thank you, Vito. I had, to, I had to come back with that Marino comment the boy hit me with, man. <sighs> you know? But ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 19 of the Batter Fins Fan Podcast, the playoff edition. We're still going to come back next week, regardless of what happens. Most of these guys and I already kind of said what we think is going to happen. But by all means, you can have your own opinions about this game. But we're going to keep dropping content throughout the season. Phil, hopefully you'll come back after you guys lose in the Super Bowl to an NFC East team. Gunny, you, I already told you. I'm not after <laughs> you just threw that out there. It's Gunny, terrible karma. Gunny, you already know. You're like a brother to this family. I hope Love to see you, you again down the week. I will send I'm, you no I will send you Nomeo Marino as soon as I can this week. Nomeo. Got a new and, home and, for you, buddy. And, and Batter Jet fan, you already know, man. You're my brother from another mother. So we got a lot more content to drop this year. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Bills. ladies and gentlemen. Fins up. Bills Mafia. We'll see you we'll this Sunday. You guys. Yeah, we'll Go catch Jets. you guys next week on the yeah. on the season recap, right? After the season. Oh, Jets. Over. I should have kicked you out before you said that. <laughs> Yes, sir. We'll see you on the season recap. Ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night, Jess. Peace. See you guys.